I'm coming to you even later than usual today because I, I, I'd actually hit record and then I got all excited because I, I immediately got a sort of go live energy. And I'm, I'm technically I'm, I'm live on the Internet right now because I just I just I had that sort of I don't know that spark somehow I just had that moment of like it's time to like there was some stuff that I was I was about to prepare to get started for the show and I just thought in the whole spirit of like we talked about right at the beginning like episode one I did say I might experiment with going live maybe at a particular time let's see and I, I could um could do a thing I could tweet it out that'd be nice uh, and and anyone who wants to join me can join me live. And if no one does, that's fine. And, you know, whatever. And at some point, I might little, build a little website. But it only took me half an hour to set up the streaming server. And it's probably not the most robust in the world. But that's not a problem because I don't expect more than three people at the very most to tune in. And I think we can deal with that. So I think we're good. Um, so, yeah. I So let me get up. Now that we are, like, in this live moment, let me get up the notes for today's show. Because we have some sort of themes, so we'll, we'll, get, we'll get meta, and we'll talk about that in just a tick. But first, I want to welcome you to uh, The Lighthouse. I want to formally welcome you and say that if you are new, then this is just a space where we spend a bit of time for half an hour, and, and that's, that's our job. It's, it's to sit with each other, keep each other company, keep each other warm, and that's all our job entails. So uh, I hope that's okay. <laughs> so what I would like to propose that we do is why don't we have a little check-in and see how we're feeling today? What does your what does your heart, your brain, your body want you to know today? What, was it, what would it like you to notice? Is there something there that you're sort of thinking when you when you sit with the sit with the body? Does it want you to know something? Is there something coming up for you? Just take a couple of breaths and take this moment for yourself. Just take this moment and. I tend to rush this section, and I think actually it would be nice that we that we perhaps didn't, and we gave each other a mindful moment. Now, if you're walking, then uh, this is probably a moment to find somewhere to stop and uh, and relax. And a few breaths in through the nose and out through the mouth, although I, I have heard that the nose is for breathing. Mouth is for eating. But however you feel, whether you want to breathe, breathe out through the nose or the mouth. If you'd like to close your eyes. And feel the weight of your sitting bones. Thank you to Anya for that reference. 
feel the weight of the sensation of your feet on the floor, on the bed, dangling in midair, hopefully rooted to the ground somewhere. And then maybe take a little scan down the body from head to toe and as you scan down in your own time, when you get to the belly and the sort of heart, just note anything there that as you go, note not anything physical, but when you get to the body, when you get to the to that midsection, let's see if there's anything coming up that your brain wants to let you know about. It's not a thought that you have to chase. You don't have to go after it now, but definitely acknowledge it and say, yes, I hear you. I'm here. I'm not pushing you, pushing you away for now, but this half hour is time for me. I'll just sit with that for a moment. So for me, I think I'm feeling like I could need, like I could use a shower because I was at a Lido today and I got wet. And I ran, I, I exercised some abandon today, which we should talk about, but that abandon left me sopping wet. And I got home, I probably should have had a shower, but I'll have a shower tomorrow morning, it'll be all right. And we draw our attention back to the sensations of the our seated position, maybe our hands, thinking about any other sounds that you can hear, any smells. And then when you're ready, you can op open your eyes. Hmm, how does that feel? A little mini, little mini meditation there for our first five minutes. I think it's nice because I tend to breeze through that section a little bit. And it's good to set us, to reset us for our time together because I want this to mean something. Yes, we're going to get silly in a bit. And we'll get, you know, we'll get frivolous and that's that's fine. Like I'm I'm here for the... I'm here for the frivol. <laughs> but I, I want this time to be purposeful. I actually I I want this time to be meaningful. Even in the even in the daftness. Because this is time that we're taking for ourselves. And it's time we deserve. There are people in my life who and I will count myself among them by proxy, if nothing else, who are going through tricky times and the idea that we can create this. I, I'm really coming back to that original thought for this project, if you like. It's thinking about a time of need, a time of, yeah, I could really use this right now, which is not all the time. And that's absolutely grand. You don't need this all the time, but maybe for a few weeks, you know, maybe a couple of weeks, it feels really nice to 
to spend that time. And then you can go. And I, I hope next time you check in, I'll be here. Got no plans to go anywhere. And doing this live and trying to find some kind of commitment is helpful for me. So I went to a Lido today, which I, I think I mentioned yesterday is an outdoor pool. And I think it's the first time I've been to a Lido. And it was fun, but it was a, I had a morning, I had a real morning just getting out, just getting out of the flat. I didn't leave myself enough time. I could have rushed a little bit more in the you know in the in the first 20 20 minutes and then I just didn't leave myself enough time and I ended up having to get an uber to meet my brother which I would rather have not I'd rather catch the bus <laughs> um but needs must and we were on something of a a schedule So yeah, um, but I, I I got there. But I, as I left the Uber, I left my I had a bag. So I thought I'm not really going to go in. I don't know what the deal is. I was thinking something a bit more water parky, but it's a Lido. It's just a pool. Which say just you know it, it, it that's what it is. Um. Uh, and so I was thinking, I'm probably not going to swim. So I'm not going to worry about a second T-shirt. I will bring shorts just in case. But I doubt I'm going to go in. I'm certainly not going to take my, my T-shirt off. Because to quote the immortal words of Mark Addy in The Full Monty, nobody wants to see this dance. Um, <laughs> This being, you know, something of a a belly and a significant belly and uh, <laughs> trigger warning. I mean, an appendix scar, but also a little, just a little skin tag that looks a bit like a tap. Looks like a tap that you could, you know, you could turn on my, my, uh, it's not my belly button. It's, it's above my belly button, but it's, you know, I've, I've had it checked. It's just a skin tag. <laughs> I'd never, I'd never had one before. And I, I, this is nine year, nine year ago, I believe it was. And, uh, oh, no, yeah. Uh, and had it looked into, and, you know, it's just one of them. But, you know, it's, it's yeah, no, I'm okay with, with the public not seeing that. <laughs> um, so, yeah, so I wasn't too fussed, but I'd, I had a flask, I had some coffee in it, and I just, I didn't want to lose the flask. I didn't really want to lose the shorts. Um, and and I left that bag in the Uber. I took took my coat. Thankfully, I'm so grateful that I took my coat because as it happened, so I, I got out and then I realized shortly after he pulled away that this was a thing, phoned him up. He, well, actually, as I, as I was calling him, he called me via the Uber app. So it's sort of anonymized um, and said, I think I've, Got your bag in the back of my head. And he was a super nice guy. I'd spoken to, you know, we'd had a, we'd had a good chat uh, on the ride down and, you know, good giggle. He's, you know, nice guy. Um, And he agreed because he lives locally. He agreed to drop it round later in the day. And he did. Um, 
about half six, I think, something like that. Um, and I was very grateful, and I gave him a couple of... Uh, I'd already tipped him fairly generously. <laughs> of of the three tipping options you get within Google, uh, within Uber, I tipped him the, the most one. Um, just because I'd already spoken to him, and I was grateful for him. In fact, no... I already knew I was going to have to ask him to do this and I was sure he would or we'd figure it out or maybe he'd come back or whatever. He was already on another job at that point. But I thought, yeah, sling him the five bucks. Um, And then, and then, yeah, I dropped down a couple of, um, I had a couple of cans of cider, nice, you know, fruity, the fruity Copperberg cider uh, and, and dropped him a couple of cans of that to say thank you. Um, And so that was that. But in the Lido itself, beshirted as I was, I waded in because um, my, my brother lent me some shorts and uh, waded in, got splashed, started to get a bit wet. And then there was a sort of a mushroom cloud shaped, well, a mushroom shaped fountain thing that you could run under. Uh, and it was quite... Um. Uh, cold. It was nice out actually. It's nice early, fairly early morning. It's about I don't know, twenty past half past nine at this point. Uh, and there was so there yeah you've got this this sort of fountain thing in the pool and you can run in it and and because I like playing the character of Funkle Mark, that's what I did with abandon. I don't don't regret a thing apart from the fact that you know I thought about it later, but I. I'm that guy. I like to have a little bit of that energy of like let's do let's do the fun thing. Um I I'm I'm very self safety conscious on their behalf, you know, for them. Uh and 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 pretty risk averse in their behavior, you know, I don't like them taking a lot of I mean it's not a risk, but you know what I mean? It's it's one of those. Um it's 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 what we might say it's it's a bit silly. Um Sorry about that. I just um, removed something from my body. <laughs> uh, the uh, the running that I did last week um, has, uh, yes, it's played a part in um, a bit of my back foot, which I just noticed. Anyway, my back foot, the back of one of my feet. Anyway, I'm so sorry. Um, so, yeah, I ended up uh, at the uh, poolside absolutely soaking and thankfully it was a very warm day uh and and what i ended up doing much later on is because i you know jump back in again but um in fact i, I went underneath uh, a barrier to get from the sort of kiddie pool into the the slightly more you know into gen pop um which got me completely submerged uh and at that point it's just like all right I, you know i'm done here so i had to take that off got a towel and just sort of draped the towel over myself and put the uh, T-shirt out to dry, which it kind of did. But then thankfully going home, I had my coat that I could put on, and so it actually looked like I was a human being again. Um, although when I you know, got into the house, I had to sort that out, because it's just like, why are you sitting in a coat in the very hot, in the, in the rather hot weather? So that was my story of, of a bit of abandon today, but it was also a good day for getting stuff done, filled in lots of forms today. Um, and setting stuff up for the future. I've, I'm feeling optimistic about things. 
the world is a very scary place right now and it's it's a it's a scary time to be freelance but i'm actually really getting a sense back of that freelance of ooh what was the word there i was about to use venture is venture the word it's not adventure but something something there of of something exploratory and sort of turning your hand to a few different things Pi- not pioneering because that sounds like you're discovering new land but yeah something exploratory um and yeah new ventures and all that kind of stuff it feels really cool to to kind of be in that space again and uh yeah and yesterday i had some tricky tricky stuff to navigate but today i got some news you know or some 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 more optimistic stuff that helped me navigate it so there you go anyway it's all dangerously verging on me again I think I hinted at having a bit of a plan today for the week, in fact. And I I won't, I'm not going to reveal the whole plan because I like to keep an air of mystery. But uh, yeah, uh, I have a a sort of an idea we're going to do a different thing every day, Um, you know, in the week. So, you know, we'll we'll rotate it, different feature, if you like, each, uh, each week. Or each each weekday, uh, so yesterday we did the uh, which which I'm calling uh, Mech Story Mondays or Mech yep. Yeah, so Mech Story Mondays uh, is a mechanically generated um, story, robot written story that that uh, is the thing that sort of sparks our second act, if you like. Um, and today is. Tall Story Tuesday. Not Tall Story, but Tall Story, which is uh, a thing that comes from Reddit. These are tall stories. Just, you know, kind of BS kind of stories. So we're, we're going to talk about those. I'm going to read you one, and I might comment along the way and see, see how far we get in. Um, these aren't overly long. I don't think, and I, I, think I've got, I think I've got a couple here. So if you're ready, then uh, we'll give this a go. Um, other thing is, I've slightly because I've gone live, I've slightly changed the workflow, which means the sound might be a bit different this time. Um, it has some benefits, partly as I as I go live, but it's also doing things like. So very quickly is what would happen is I would finish, I would hit record. Uh, sorry, I would hit stop. I talked about having a a little shortcut on my Mac that would do things like check the volume levels and bring them up and stuff. And that would actually take quite a while to do because uh, it's analyzing the whole file and all that stuff. Whereas now, because I'm going live, that stuff can get done live. So I can stop recording and then the file is basically baked. And then all I've got to do is download the image and drop the image in and then upload the file and then boom, we're there. So it, it, all, all of this to say, there's a reason for me to say that if, if this sounds unpleasant, if there are parts that are jarring or, or unpleasant to listen to because of the way the volume has, has uh, been managed, then do please let me know. Mark at the lighthouse.fm is where you can leave a message. I haven't mentioned that in a while. So, yeah. All righty. So with all that, 
Let's have ourselves a read. This is The Legend of My Uncle. So I haven't really read these all the way through. I've just kind of skimmed them to make sure there's nothing too dramatic. But if I get the vibe that we should stop, then we'll stop and we'll find another one to talk about. So this is The Legend of My Uncle Ben, brackets, all caps, true story, close brackets. You see, my Uncle Ben once killed a yeti in the Great Arctic. Let me elaborate a bit. Uncle Ben was building sustainable igloos for the penguins living in the North Pole. And then a yeti, a Donkey Kong-looking creature with two horns made of ice, crab claws and a bee stinger, started attacking him. Quick on his feet, my Uncle Ben... With shotgun in hand, loaded it up and charged ahead and emerged victorious. He ate the Yeti egg and attached its horns to his World War II era sailing boat and sailed into the sunset, a job well done. After the event, he became a hero of the land, winning a medal from Canadian Prime Minister Stephen Harper and getting a handshake with the Honourable... Jagmeet Singh. After swashbuckling with an entire wave of pirates and saving Zimbabwe from a dragon, things were looking great for him. He even defeated Tucker Carlson in a debate on dragons. However, on July the 6th, 2012, my Uncle Ben, armed with a grenade launcher in hand, sailed out into the Bermuda Triangle to battle a sea serpent that he believed was there, one that he thought would conquer our planet. The locals in Jamaica heard explosions and growling in the nearby foggy sea, and when the sea settled, nothing was there, except a sailing boat, a World War II German soldier helmet that was painted green, and half a grenade launcher were found, on his sailing boat. The current whereabouts, that's the weirdest spelling of whereabouts, the current whereabouts of my Uncle Ben are currently unknown. I remem, I rem, I remember, I, I remer it as though it was fact. So he, he remember, he remes, he remers it, rem, remers, he remember, rem, yep. Uh, I'd go with like, I don't know, I remember it as fact. That, that's, yeah, anyway. So that's the that's the true story of uh, of Uncle Ben. I mean, are there any clues here that this might not be entirely true? I I wonder about the motivation of someone putting true story in all caps. Because I genuinely, I, I actually thought he was going to tell what he thought to be a true story, if you know what I mean. Because a Yeti, I don't think he... Isn't a Yeti a Bigfoot? Isn't that what a Yeti is? Isn't That's why I was like... It's it's okay for us to talk about violence being done to a creature that doesn't exist. Um, I'm not a cryptozoologist, um, but isn't a yeti basically uh, a, an abominable snowman, i.e., a bigfoot? It's all the same, isn't it? I don't think it's got crab claws and and what what was it? Yeah, what's it, what's 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 this? He did? a Donkey Kong looking creature with two horns made of ice, crab claws, and a bee stinger. I don't think that's what a yeti is. So, I, I, yeah. So, so my, my, like I say, my initial thinking was like, okay, 
This is a story he believes to be true because some people believe in yetis. That's fine. But then when it becomes a not true story, quite obviously, and a not, like, surpassingly well-written one, the odd uh, typo or, or grammatical error aside, I kind of wonder what the motivation is, A, for writing it. I mean, it's just a bit of fun. Don't overthink it, Mark. But also, like, why put true story in all caps? I, I don't think that's reinforcing, but maybe it's, yeah. Maybe that's maybe that's how calls to action work. I don't know. I'd love a bit more detail, though, I think. I mean, we've got after swashbuckling with an entire wave of pirates. A wave of pirates? I mean, that's not the collective noun for what pirates is. Um, so an entire wave of them, I'm not, I'm not sure. Uh... And saving Zimbabwe from a dragon, and he's randomly capitalising uh, words here, but uh, which which actually leads me to wonder, <laughs> and there's because there's a little bit of weird repetition here, especially with dragon being capitalised in both places, kind of makes me wonder whether this is uh, generated by a an AI. He defeated Tucker Carlson in a debate on dragons. Now, which one's Tucker Carlson again? I think he's one of the baddies in American pseudo television journalism are there really any television journalists anymore that's a question isn't it yeah that's a question for our age um or are they just basically you know tv presenters tucker you know anchors tucker swanson mcnear carlson is an american television host conservative political commentator and author who has hosted the nightly political talk show Tucker Carlson Tonight on Fox News since 2016. Carlson began his media career in the 1990s writing for The Weekly Standard and other publications. So, yeah, not a wholesome individual. Um, yeah. My uncle, my uncle Ben, armed with a grenade launcher, also capitalised, in hand sailed out into the Bermuda Triangle to battle the sea serpent. I sort of kind of ran, ran, ran over that one. But yeah, my uncle Ben, armed with a grenade launcher in hand. Uh, I mean, you don't need, I think, if you're going to say armed with a grenade launcher, I mean, a gr you, you don't, a gr I don't think a grenade launcher is really in hand, is it? It's kind of over the shoulder. If games have taught me anything. If violent computer games have taught me anything, it's that uh, I think a grenade launcher is very much an over-the-shoulder affair. Mm. Still, still though, to battle a sea serpent that he believed was there. One, I mean, that he. So, so what's interesting here is that battling a sea serpent he believed was there. Sort of. Now we're casting aspersions on the fictional Uncle Ben, which feels a bit judgy for someone who's made up a story. Do you know what I mean? Like, that, that one feels a little bit, you know, just judge not lest ye be judged for making things up. The locals in Jamaica heard explosions and growling in the nearby foggy sea. Uh, and when the fog settled, nothing was... I mean, the fog doesn't settle, but that's fine. Fog clears. Um, it's not... Yeah. Except a sailing boat, a World War Two German soldier helmet that was painted green. I mean, that's a weird. That's a weird detail. The pa like painted green. 
Well, the German soldier helmet's green anyway. If games have taught me anything. Um, yeah. But yeah, whereabouts is spelled W-E-A-R uh, abouts, which is, you know, which is fine. I knew what he meant. So, so that was uh, that was the writings of, uh, well, someone on Reddit. <laughs> um, I don't know if I if I have more details on that, but that's from uh, the Tall Tales Reddit. So there you go. That gave us something to have a chat about, didn't it? So uh, we'll do that again next Tuesday. Uh, so next Tuesday, I think we've got a few stories. We've got. Uh, Oh, yeah, my limericks with Seamus Heaney. That one I am rather looking forward to reading, actually. I think that, that, could, be quite, uh, that could be quite nice. Um, Seamus Heaney, for, if, in case you don't know, is an Irish, or was? I'm going to say was an Irish poet who is one of those people that, that we only know about because we had to study them at school. Um, like we only know about most poets in the UK anyway, because we, we had to study them at A-level English and they were in the syllabus book or not the syllabus book, but the, you know, the, the book for that year, I guess it is the syllabus, um, like Carol Ann Duffy. That's another one. And it's weird when you hear these names out in the wild, cause you go, I sort of just assumed that they wrote books, that they wrote poems that just basically went into GCSE and A-level um, textbooks. But no, apparently, they, they, they do poetry for fun. <laughs> uh, judge not. No, I, I, got, I got no problem with poetry. All right, let's bring this in for Lanny. Thank you for spending the last half hour uh, of wittering time with me. We've passed the time, haven't we? We've done very much what we came here to do. And so I feel like it's a success, uh, personally. Um, it's now rather late for me, so I'm going to sort of go to bed, I think. Um, and I'm going to watch the very last episode of Better Call Saul. I'm quite excited about that. It's the final one. Oh, I hope it's going to be good. Last week's was good. I hope it's going to be good. It's been a good series. It's, it's rather ramped up. Uh, in in the last in the last half in the sort of the back half of this last season, which kind of makes me wonder if there's been a, I don't know, like I'm sure it ended the way it wanted to end, but it does feel like it's it's come out rather quickly. But it's you know it's all good anyway. Let's begin sort of full circle a little bit as we as we oh let's end in the spirit with uh, with which we began with another little moment of calm. Again, I I will invite you to make yourself as relaxed as possible. And if you'd like to, close your eyes and we'll take this moment to remind ourselves, and you especially, that as long as you are here, and as long as you can hear me, you exist. And because you exist, you are entitled to love and to be free from pain. You are connected you are wanted, you are safe, and you are welcome. <laughs>